0: Welcome, everybody, to Dead Talk Live. And today we have two very special guests the Brotherly team of Diego and Julio Jalavis. They are the director, writers, and producer of the upcoming film American Carnage, coming to theaters and on demand next Friday, July 15th. Guys, thank you so much for being here with us today. How are you doing? Good, good. Thanks so much for having us. It uh, is- you know, thanks for having us. It is my pleasure to talk with you guys. Uh, First off, you guys, congratulations. The movie is absolutely fantastic. Uh, People are going to enjoy it. It's going to be a hit, no question about it. So let's get right to it. Uh, I'm going to start off with posing a question to both of you. Uh, Diego, you can answer first, and then we can go over to Julio. Now, if this movie was done 7 to 10 years ago it would definitely be in the realm of satire, you know, pushing things to the beyond belief. But unfortunately, in today's world, not so much in the satire realm. So that is really driven home in the opening credits that you guys put together for the film. You guys did not have to make, shots up makeup make believe newscast or any or anything like that you just went and drew on what was going on in the real world over the last 7 years uh how did you guys come to that decision was there a lot of debate and just walk us through how you guys came you know to that opening uh credit scene which really you know left an impact on me and a lot of my team members who've also seen the movie
1: uh yeah i mean it 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 also came from the shock of seeing the footage happening in real time in a in a real like news uh channel right so Mm -hmm. the second you see that then you realize okay there's something here and i'm just gonna hold a mirror of, of what's happening and and then use that as a catapult to launch the story that we want to tell, but we definitely wanted to feel, like you said, is it satire? Is it reality? Or is it that the reality is so
2: stupid and crazy that it feels like satire?
0: Exactly. Well, I feel like
2: that's what we did. I mean, and that was an idea that came up actually after finished uh, shooting, you know, I mean, that was an intro that, that we thought about it. And and the more clips we would find, you know, then more stuff would happen, and we were like, "Oh no, we got to add this, we got to add this." To the point, that I was telling Diego, I "Was like, no, I mean, we got to lock the car. You know, we're done adding stuff. You know, but it was there was so many stuff going on that was like, I mean, we there was not lack of material, you know, per se.
0: Absolutely. Now, Diego, uh, like I said, you guys both wrote the screenplay, and considering the subject matter. Would you say it was more of a reaction or a response to the Trump presidency?
1: Oh, that's a very good question. And I don't know if I would be able to distinguish between uh, when it stopped being a reaction and at what point it became a response. I think it's a little bit of both. Uh, The reality of seeing the separation camps and seeing little kids living through a nightmare, like a real... Scenario nightmare, and then seeing how politics has devolved into kind of like a comedic joke. It's almost like when you watch, uh, you know, *Idiocracy*, and it, 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 it's not that far off from from reality. Or, or don't look up, uh, and you see how we are at a point in, in in reality right now where the conversation, the the way we fight over subject matters uh, online or on TV, it's come it it basically become kind of like a a ridiculous situation and so we we realized well we need to make something that feels like horror and comedy because we that's
0: what we're going through
1: so so it's it's a little bit of a both
0: yeah people are at homes watching this stuff unfold in real time and they're like are we in another universe i mean is this (laughs) is this really happening julio the title american carnage can have different meaning to the viewers that are going to see this film. Was that your intent, uh, the American Carnage, the title of the film, let the viewers, as they watch the film, get their own interpretation of what the carnage is about?
2: Exactly that. That was that was a play on words, you know. Obviously, the the main uh, idea was because of what Trump said at some point, you know, and 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 he used those those words to be very specific. But I mean, also when it comes to the movie, you know, the title starts at something but it also became becomes something at the end so you know it was it was something that uh when we thought about the title it just it worked for the film perfectly and we thought okay this is this is perfect
0: absolutely now diego you guys came up with a very creative way to make this social commentary statement in regards to the elderly uh walk us through that how did how did that idea come together to put in a program for taking care of the elderly
1: well, when you look at the way society is set up and a lot of the things that we're talking about, the injustices that uh, Latinos are facing, it, it comes down to the fact that they, it's, it's almost like a voiceless uh, community in some sense. And when you look at nursing homes, it's very clear that there's a lot of abuse happening as well. And that's because in, in many ways they are voiceless themselves. Mm-hmm. So by putting the two groups in the same uh, scenario, then all of a sudden we can draw parallels. And then, and then it's almost like the two groups are going to find common ground in, in, in fighting this oppression.
0: Great answer. Great answer there. Now, Julio, in order for any film to work, you need the characters and then you need the actors to pull off uh, the characters themselves. We have a great uh, mix of characters with JP, Camilla, Mika who, Bea Ortiz, is going to be our guest tomorrow as well, Uh, Big Mac and so on. Now, within this group, you show a diversity amongst this group of detainees. Uh, Was that hard to pull off when it came to the writing process? Because they are uh, the children of immigrants. They're all in this detention facility. They have to go through this program together but you wanna make them their own individual personalities. Was that a challenge in writing the characters?
2: It wasn't, it wasn't, because that was part of the the message that we wanted to give, you know, as Latinos, I mean, we we are treated as a race sometimes, but we're not a race, you know, we're an ethnicity. And and us having different type of Latinos, you know, either, uh, you know, white Latinos, more darker Latinos, brown Latinos, Afro-American Latinos, and also the different type of personalities, I mean, we wanted to showcase that that's that's what Latino is. You know, we come in different sizes, colors, flavors, and and it was important for us because uh, as you know, Hollywood sometimes is very stereotypical in the type Mm -hmm. of Latino that you see. And we wanted to showcase a little bit more of like the different range of Latinos that there is because uh, we think
0: that's important to have all the representation in Hollywood. I love that. And one of my favorite lines in the movie is when Big Mac is being questioned and he says, am I being arrested because I'm black or (laughs) Latino? (laughs) I love that line. I think that line nails it right on the head. Now, Diego, uh, the character of Mr. Phillips uh, has a very violent episode in the film. Did you work uh, closely with the actor Troy James on how you wanted that scene to progress.
1: Yes, yes, there was a lot of uh, conversation as to how to evolve the the you know the blocking of that sequence. And so the first thing that we did was he kind of showed me what he's capable of doing, and then we kind of uh, rewrote and rearranged the scene in order to have a progression of how that's going to happen. And, uh, you know, we did a couple of uh, rehearsals with my iPhone
0: mm-hmm. and,
1: uh, you know, we put a little, uh, you know, pre version of the scene together. Uh, and then, of course, on the day of the shooting, because now you're adding makeup and you're adding prosthetics and you have lights, you know, everything goes out the window and then you have to kind of like... Uh, you know, fight reality versus expectation. Exactly. But because Troy is such a champ and he's he's, he's, he's a, a true professional of, of his own art, he definitely was on point every single every single time. And, you know, even if we had like technical issues while filming, he was always on point. And mm-hmm. that allowed us to be able to achieve what, you know, would take multiple days on a very expensive shoot we were able to achieve in, in you know a few hours as an independent uh, film. With very little VFX, yeah.
0: Exactly. Uh, that actually leads me to uh, a question that I, I wanted to ask you guys. You guys have worked on prior projects together. When it came to casting American Carnage, uh, just the casting process, are you guys both active or is because Diego, the director, does he have the final say? Uh, is it an equal say between both of you guys? I mean, any one of you can answer this. How do you guys work together when it comes to casting the movie?
1: Yeah, I think creatively, uh, we always are like 50-50 in the sense of, like, even when I'm directing, he's always sitting next to me and we're always having uh, this creative uh, collaboration. I think uh, when it came down to the casting, it was very easy for both of us to, to, to say yes to all of them mm-hmm. because there was never an argument of, like, we should choose this actor over this other actor. Like, we were very in tune And I think it it just came down to they under, like the actors that we ended up uh, going for, they understood perfectly what was asked of them Mm -hmm. and they each bring their own flair. And that's one thing that we wanted to make sure is, you know, once we wrote the script and once we had the characters that we wanted, we were also open-minded about, you know, improvisation and what they can bring to the table, what things that we haven't thought of can they, you know, bring to the story that way, uh, you know, it feels more authentic. And as a matter of fact, the line that you mentioned about uh, Alan Malonella, Big Mac saying, I'm not here because I'm black or I'm Latino. That actually, that line that wasn't on the script. And when we were shooting this, he came up to me and he, and he, he, he asked me about it. And I was like, that's that's genius. Like, yeah. let's, let's let's use that. So, it, you know, there's a lot of collaboration and, and seeing how someone can just elevate the material because their experience brings a point of view that you, you know, you don't have. But Mm -hmm. he's like, hey, let me let me say this and I think it's going to work out. And when he said it, I was like, oh, this is going to be in the trailer. And as you know, it's on the trailer.
0: That's awesome. Uh, You guys did a great job uh, bringing in fresh new young faces as well as veterans like Eric Dane. To bring together this cast. Now, uh, Julio, this movie touches on some pretty horrific uh, topics. uh, Experimentation and cannibalism. We're not going to give away any spoilers. But in the terms, when it came to the cannibalism part, what really pushed you guys to go there? To go to that direction?
2: Uh, I mean... When we were talking about doing this movie and we were writing this movie, I mean, we knew that we had to go all the way out. Like, I mean, it was not like, oh, let's just do something, you know, so a little bit. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, you had to go all the way out, you know. And and it was just a, a way to kind of uh, show how like a social class can eat another social class in a way. But I mean, we, we said, well, well, let's take it there and, and and show you know show that you know. And that's why we we decided to take it to the cannibalism aspect of it and and. And that,
0: that's why we did it that way. Awesome. Now, the machine that's shown in the film is very impressive. Uh, did you guys have to have that built for you? Uh, was it just an old machine that with fancy camera work, you made it do what you wanted it to do? Tell us about that, you know, cannibalistic machine that's in the film.
1: Uh, yeah, it's a combination of all, of all the things you mentioned. So we found an old machine. It was this. It was inside this warehouse. I believe it was a rifle factory, if I'm not wrong. It was a
2: rifle factory from I don't know what you know, in, in Spain. You know, I don't know what time, but yeah. It was... and, and so what we did then is we repurposed uh, a lot of the, machi-
1: the machinery, the conveyor belts, and then we dressed it in certain parts to you know make it you know extend it and make it look like it's longer and adding other parts. And then there's parts that are enhanced with uh, VFX. Yeah.
0: So, so
1: it's a combination of lighting, VFX, uh, prosthetics, prop design, uh, set, uh, and it's just the movie magic of it. But uh, yeah, we, we didn't start from scratch.
2: We, we had something to work with uh, yeah. to start off. I mean, as you know, in, in the movies, you know you can't. If no. it's stuff, it's going from scratch. <laughs> so we needed to find something that was already there in a way. You know, where, you know we, we looked at different options. Uh, even we like looking at slaughterhouses and stuff like that, but, yeah. but I mean, at least worked out great.
0: It did. It did. Now, Julio, the underlying theme of American Carnage is immigration. Okay, a very serious topic. It's been raging for a very long time in America. Uh, was it your guys's intention to show uh, people who are not facing the struggles of being on the wrong end of immigration, for lack of a better term? To show them a different point of view and say, "Look, policies are hurting families. Policies are separating families." Uh, was that the message that you guys were trying to get across, or a part of the message?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that was part of the message. I mean, us as immigrants, you know, it's it's hurtful when you see separation of families. You know, I mean, as Latinos, you know, family is very important. And seeing mm-hmm. separation of families in the border was was something that that it hits, I mean, hit us in, in, in a way, you know, and, and we wanted to, to talk about it. We wanted to, 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 to send a message out there and, and, but we want to, we don't want to be preachy about it. We wanted to, you know, do it in a digestible, fun way, you know, but at the same time, start a conversation. But I mean, definitely, I mean, the message is like, I mean, we have to be better with each other, you know, as human beings, you know, because I mean, this type of policies and this type of of stuff that happens immigration not only in the united states but also in latin america but i mean also we see it in spain and stuff like that i mean all these places with immigrants i mean people are dying and and, and people are treated sometimes worse than cattle you know and i think yeah. as human beings we have to be better you know with, with with what we do in these situations
1: like yeah we understand that there's gonna be like a, a process for certain things right we're not advocating for open borders yeah like that, but how, how, how we treat humans yeah. says a lot about who we are, you know.
0: I mean, the statement is so powerful because it's American citizens being arrested uh, on these trumped up charges for aiding and abate, uh, abating illegal immigrants who are their parents. Uh, I mean it's just so absurd but yet it could it, it's, it's real it, it it's real it happens Now you guys are brothers you have worked on you guys have been working together for probably for your entire lifetimes. <laughs> uh, when you guys work together uh, first off Diego are you uh, always the one behind the camera as a director or or do you guys alternate?
1: Uh, So, I'm. I'm usually I'm the director, but he's always, you know, he's always sitting next to me in the direction booth. So we're always talking. It's just, I feel like maybe, uh, you know, I have a little bit more of a, you know, I like to throw myself on set. Who likes to sometimes watch from the 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 monitor. And then that way we have different vantage points. Because a lot of the times I'll be on set and I won't be looking at the monitor. So I'll be like, uh, 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 you know, in the scene with the actors and then he'll see something that I'm not seeing. Mm-hmm. And so I'm always going back and forth between, uh, you know, the set and, 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 the, and the director's monitor because he's paying attention to things. He thinks different than, than I do, right? Yeah. So so sometimes I'll be focused too much on one thing and then he pays attention to something else and then he'll bring it up to me. And so I feel like it's almost like a safeguard yeah. that I have in terms of like having more eyes on the, on the material.
0: Um, you guys yeah, complement each other. What's best exactly. is picked up by the other one. And uh, look, definitely, Diego is the one with that has a, a more vision when it comes
2: to that, and, and he's very technical. And he he likes to move the camera a lot. He knows what what he wants to do with that. And, you know, and I come more of a of an overall creative approach. You know, like it's, it's he's more detail oriented when it comes to that. You know, and I think that those are the strengths that we have, and we come like you said, we complement each other, and. and everyone does what they do best in a way exactly
0: now how long did it take you guys from the completion of the script to actually finish shooting this film i heard that it took a while it took several years to yes. make this thing happen how long of a time are we talking about
2: uh from finishing the script to 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 finishing the movie i mean um, we're talking about like three and a half, four years, maybe three yeah. a, a while. I mean, as you know, indie movies are, are tough, you oh, know, yeah. and, and, and getting them out there and, and getting the right people to read the script, you know, it's just, it's it just, it just tough. So we, we, we had a lot of obstacles, you know, especially with the subject matter, especially with, with what we wanted to do. But I mean at the end of the day we which didn't want to give up and and we knew that we had something special and and the response, you know, was great from, from certain people and we said like okay, we have something good, we have to make this happen somehow. But yeah, it did it did took a little bit of time for sure. It also it also didn't help that uh COVID hit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that was so so nobody <laughs> was no one, yeah.
1: no one prepared for that and that kind of threw a wrench into into everything. Because the post production, yeah. Post production was a nightmare. Oh, yeah. uh,
0: so, the movie is coming out in eight days, Friday, July 15th. It is coming out simultaneously in select theaters and digital and on demand. Uh, as far as the theater aspect, are we just talking about major cities like New York, Los Angeles? In case people are living in this city, in those cities, and they want to check it out, what are we talking about? New York, Los Angeles, Chicago? Correct, exactly what you're
2: saying. Just the the major cities. Uh, we have some. We have all the, the cities on our Instagram. We'll uh, it's posted there on what cities. But uh, yeah, it's only the the major cities. You know, as you know, it's tough to get an indie movie right now in theaters to compete against yep. the, the big boys. But yep. uh, but uh, yeah, if you want to catch it in, in one of the theaters, yes, yeah, in the major cities: New
0: York, uh, Chicago, LA. LA now, you guys, our audience out there, the, check out the American Carnage Instagram account. It's American Carnage Movie uh, on Instagram, and you guys can get all the information. Uh, again, this movie is profound. You will love it. It will doesn't matter where you sit on the spectrum. It will have an impact on you. I recommend to everybody who's watching this show, whether you're watching live or be watching this later on, check out american carnage it's coming out july 15th it's coming out in theaters if you want to go out and you live in the cities where this movie is hitting the theater go check it out in the theater if you don't it will be available on on demand as well diego directed it both julio and and diego wrote the screenplay you guys again congratulations you did a fantastic job thank you for coming on here uh any final thoughts you want to share before we go well,
2: first of all, thank you so much for having us. And yeah, everyone, please go out and watch it, you know, support our indie movie, you know, and if you like it or not, you know, we always love to hear the criticism or the praises, you know, but as long as you watch it, it's all it's, it's all that matters. It's all that yeah. matters.
0: Love it or hate it,
2: just, just watch it and, and uh,
0: have some fun. And definitely and support independent filmmaking because uh-huh. I can't stress that enough. Thank you so much, guys. Thank uh, you so much absolutely to all of our audience who are tuning in again live and watching this later on thank you so much for tuning in again thank you to diego and julio until next time on behalf of all of us stay safe and stay walking bye everybody thank you take care